and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast, which you know, because you've come here to join us today. My name is George, and I'm joined by my co-host, Liam. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Flawless. And Grant. Hello, everyone. <laughs> welcome. Really? You're not going to go to no, music not, fans or no, team music no, or no, nothing? No, no, Okay, fair Thank enough. Thank you for offering, though. Well... Each episode of Flawless, a host or a guest nominates an album they think is flawless, and we discuss how they discovered it, what they love about it, and what makes it flawless to them. We have a Facebook group. It's called Flawless Friends and Family. Aww, isn't that nice? Um, you don't need to be a literal family. You can just be part of the Flawless family. Or even a friend, really. Just a friend. Associate. Be a friend. Yeah, a friend, associate, or a critique. Yeah, yes. That would be fun. A couple too. of those. A hater. Haters welcome. A hater. Mm. Yeah. Bring it yeah. on. Like, tell us why Maybe. we're reviewing certain albums. I get enough hate from you two. I don't really need oh, more. It's of it. not oh, it's not like that. Whiny, whiny oh. baby oh. Liam. Love and hate. Plus, <laughs> start making a few more things flawless and we'll love Make you. Make better again. decisions, Liam. Yeah. Finish so, the, finish the anyway, <laughs> on the Facebook group, it's where we discuss all things music that we love, that you love, and we post in there about upcoming episodes that Liam has not done for this one and what albums are nominated. You can find the link in our show notes. And of course, we are a podcast, we have a Patreon. That's where you can donate money to us to continue what we are doing. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can get early access to our episodes, access to our bonus episode Mm -hmm. Um, and that warm fuzzy feeling inside that you're helping spread the flawless love you can find us at patreon.com slash flawless amp now don't be fooled everyone i am not hosting an album today we have a guest a guest is hosting an album so please guest introduce thyself Hello, everybody. My name is Joe Woolley, and uh, I'm a music manager from, from Brisbane. I manage Scream Theatre and Tape Off and, and, and a couple of other bands and have done for quite some time. So I get to listen to a lot of music and uh, have the internal monologue in my head that says, this is really good or not. <laughs> and what is the name of the management company uh it's alien lane management named after the guided by voices album oh sweet okay Mm. so where can we find you on facebook on facebook alien lane Lane. that's awesome and then we can follow our favorite artists like screen feeder and table who are amazing brisbane artists thank you Awesome. Okay, so you are here as a guest, which means you have nominated an album. I have, and the album that I've nominated is the third album from Canadian band The New Pornographers. This one was called Twin Cinema, and it is a masterpiece. Show me. 
you've said a naughty word. <laughs> Pornographer. Mm. I don't know what that means. I'll show you on your computer later. <laughs> <laughs> my computer didn't like it so much. Yeah, no, don't, yeah, don't search on your, on your work Can you computer, search on my work yeah. computer? That would be perfect. Okay, so you uh, nominated the new pornographers, Twin Cities. Twin Cinema. Twin, Twin cinema, cinema, sorry. No, I wrote Cities for some reason. Um, <laughs> I think I was thinking of like Jersey or whatever. Um, but Twin Cinema, and uh, why on earth did you nominate this album of all of the new pornographers' albums? This one, uh, so I got introduced to the new pornographers when I heard the song Blown Speakers from their previous album on 4ZZZ. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I changed direction and went to the record store and bought that immediately. And then I bought nice. the one before oh. it. Um, so I had those two records and I gave them a bit of a caning. <laughs> uh, and then when Twin Cinema came out, uh, it was, I think, the high point for the band's output. It was, it's a really confident, really joyful, um, really sort of engaging record. There's a lot of, um, I have no idea what the hell any of the lyrics are about. They make Some absolutely yeah. no yeah. sense. Yeah. I'll we'll come back to that for sure. Uh, <laughs> but but there's a there's a just a, you know just a brute force of intelligence in the songwriting and the arranging, and the band are so confident, and it's uh, it's just a record that that uh, gives me great pleasure to to listen to. So yes. how did you find it? Uh, I was waiting for it. By that stage, I okay. was I was oh, following yeah. the band, nice. and uh, it came out, and I. Went and grabbed it and took it home and put it on and, you know, by the fourth track I'm going, this is spectacular. So you knew it was flawless straight away? I didn't know it was flawless straight away, but I've come to that assessment in in the light of sort of a few years of listening now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you go to Rocking Horse for your album? I can't remember where I went, to be honest. You went to Might have gone to Skinny's. Might have been Skinny's. Yeah. Skinny's, yeah, fair enough. Okay, we're talking Brisbane right yeah. now. We're talking Brisbane. Mm. That's fair enough. So, um, Grant, had you heard of the new pornographers or Twin Cinema? Negatory. <laughs> but again, 23rd of the 8th, 2005, earlier ones aside, 2005, I was trying to get out of South Africa. Mm-hmm. So my focus was on, yeah, like I was wrapping up studies, applying for visas, you know, doing Ironmans and silly stuff like that. So Ironmans? super distracted. Yeah, Stop yeah, being yeah. healthy. Well, I've, I've moved past so all that. My life is much better. I haven't done one for years, but thank you. So no, no, it, I was um, super, super um, distracted with silly stuff on reflection. Fair so enough. Yeah, so there you go. Cool. So, Liam, let's pass the mantle. Yeah. Yep. Had you heard the new pornographers or this album? I hadn't heard this album, but I knew of them. And then oh. as I was listening to this album, I knew some of the songs that were on it. So they, okay. would, have been, ah. they would have been on the radio, I think, a little bit, because that's the only place I would have heard them. And I recognize a few of the people who are in it, so we'll talk about where they came from in a minute. But, cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. Didn't know them that well, but knew of them and didn't think I knew anything on this album, but it turned out I did. So. Cool. George, have you heard of the new pornographers? I had. Yeah. I had heard of the new pornographers, um, and I had heard this album because um, a friend had it, so that was great. 
So I couldn't afford it in 2005, um, uh, but a friend had it and I listened to it. And as a result, I went to go and see them live. Oh, nice. So I went to Uh see them um, play in Leeds in the UK. um, And I saw them play and they were supported by a band that I love called Mates of State, Mm -hmm. um, who are an amazing band. um, And they're like a duo and they're a husband and wife. And when they were playing, she was pregnant. And so there were signs everywhere saying, please do not smoke anywhere near the band because she is pregnant. Um, which I like distinctly remember. So uh, yeah. Even though you didn't smoke. Uh, I don't smoke, but I just remember the signs, and I thought it was just really conscientious. Um, oh, I can't. Noise yeah. is okay. No, noise no, is fine. For, noise for the kid, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're pregnant, you should hear all the music. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. So, Joe, did you want to tell us a little bit about new pornographers? It's a. Yes. They're not, they're not necessarily your run-of-the-mill band. They're not your run-of-the-mill band. They were. Uh, I guess composed of members of other Vancouver bands, mm-hmm. and um, uh, you know Carl Carl Newman was in Zimpano, which I I didn't know. Um, Dan Bahar, people will know from Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nico Case, who was yeah. not really, oh my god not very really yeah. famous at that point, no. but uh, but um, people know her now, and and so it was um, it was a kind of it was a passion project. I think at the beginning mm-hmm. they, you know. Carl had these songs, they wrote them, they, they went into the studio, they, they played them, no one liked them. <laughs> and then uh, one of the songs, uh, Letter to an Occupant, was on a, um, on a compilation that I think might, might have been a Matador compilation, but I feel like it might have been a Merge compilation or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So, so they, they had this song, people had sort of not, didn't, didn't get the record, but this Song got picked up from the compilation, started playing. Um, the album came out, the band started playing, and all of a sudden it was um, well received, and they were, you know, playing to hundreds of people at a mm. time, which was a which was a pretty big deal. And they went on and made a a, a, a second album, which was uh, also excellent, and um, uh, called Electric Version. And again, has has some terrific songs and showed, you know, that you know it wasn't a, it wasn't a um, a side project anymore. Mm, and yeah. it had its yeah. it had its own it had its own sort of ethos and it had its own sort of um, magic and, and mm. mystery to it. And uh, yeah, and then by the time by the time they got to Twin Cinema, it was it was clearly a, a, you know becoming a much bigger band. Mm. Yeah, because so- they. With this kind of like it was a quote unquote super group where they've got like five or six people who are another band. Mm. Normally, you'd expect them to do one and go away for like five years, maybe, and they'll come back when they've all got the time again. But they've been releasing stuff even after this fairly consistently throughout. Like it's almost yeah. become like this yeah. is their their big thing as well. And definitely, obviously, Nico Case has gone on done a lot of her own solo stuff and become mm. quite well known and big in that space. But yeah, other members do the same sort of things. Like they'll go, they will go away, and ne- not necessarily all of them will appear on every album, but. It's you know it's definitely not just the oh yeah we'll come back to that in five years when we find time no, on our schedules they they think of it as a big deal. Not all of them were tour because I remember the yeah. first the first two times I saw them in Brisbane, Nico wasn't in the band. Mm-hmm. The first time they were really drunk, <laughs> and then the second time they were really hungover. Right. So they were great because yeah. they weren't drunk. Yeah. 
and then I think the drinking's been cut down. The, the last time I saw them was at the Trifford, um, I think two weeks before everyone went into lockdown for COVID. Oh, it was right. the last wow. international okay. show that I saw before COVID. Right, nice. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I think it was, I saw them in around 2007 and Nico was there. <sighs> so it was like epic because um, but when we arrived for the podcast today, I was listening to Nico um, solo stuff, playing it to Grant and saying like pure Americana, mm. like absolutely. I so, think um, just to your drunk thing that I imagine, I mean, certainly by now they'd all be in their forties. Like when they started out, maybe they could play drunk, but now probably not a good idea. I mean, like cutting down on the drunk and like yeah, I'm mm. assuming they're going to the point like you know what, maybe we can. Cool it down, back a, little, cool it down yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the band is made up of AC Newman, who's called so, Aaron Carl mm-hmm. <laughs> Newman, um, on vocals, guitar, Ebo, synth, harmonica, pump organ, and xylophone. John Collins on bass, guitar, synth, Ebo, box. Um, Kurt Dahl on drums, percussion, vocal. Awesome, awesome performance from Kurt. Yeah. We'll talk about that a lot. Dan Bedra on vocals, guitar, synth, melodion. Um, Nika Case on vocals, uh, Blaine Floria on synth, Todd Fancy on guitar, and Catherine Calder on box and piano. Mm-hmm. However, we have um, Nora O'Connor on vocals from Iron and Wine and Andrew Bird, and we have David Cassell on slide guitar and vocals, uh, Sean Brady on trumpet, very well used, Todd McConnell on mandolin. Ty Jimmy on cello and the engineer was Howard Redcock who has done um, Teagan and Sarah and You Say Party, We Say Die to mm-hmm. a band that I love. So, um, yeah. And you talk about being on Matador. Oh, my. <laughs> what a record label is Matador. Bell and Sebastian, Pavement, Queens of the Stone Age, Spoon, Yellow Tango, The Desert Sessions, Interpol, Arabstrap, Boards of Canada, Pretty Girls Make Ready, Sleet Kinney, Smog, Sonic Youth, Teenage Fan Club, Mogwai, Modest Mouse, Super Chunk. I could go on, but I can't. Um, but yeah, Matador is the record label. Plus they released most of the Flying Nun catalogue in the US. There you go. Nice. See? So... Uh, yeah, um, if you got a Matador like CD sampler, you are in for a treat, as far as I'm concerned, um, which is awesome. So, um, yeah, they start with a track named after the album mm. Twin Cinema, and that guitar reminded me of Pavement because it was so discorded and like up and down all over the place. So, tell me. What's your experience of well, that? Well, yeah, that's that's a it's a pretty um it's a pretty upbeat song and it's I think it, it might is. have like maybe eight seconds of intro and then it's mm-hmm. it's straight into it and and Carl Newman is a is is a real he's a real student of classical pop and then he's twisting it into novel forms and shapes and so again you know you get this this sort of really pretty hyper pretty hyper mm-hmm. um, track that uh, alludes to you know I'm not sure what the sort of metaphor is with with twin cinema and mm. but it's it, he's you know, literally talking about going to the cinema with two screens 
Some of, yeah, Mr. some Ruffled. of the time he is, but then some of the other parts in the song he's not. It's yeah. something completely different. Like this is a, a recurring theme in this album is I don't know. I don't know what any of these songs are about. No, was... I don't know what any of the songs are about yeah. either. And and he's he's you know he's quite famous for putting, you know he says I'll I'll put these words in a song. Yeah. And they will fit, and I can't find anything better. Mm-hmm. And then months later he'll go, oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. get to know what he's talking about. Yeah. So aiming more for the words that fit the space rather than having writing the words as a song. And then trying to jam them into the music. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's many harmonies in there. So there's like harmonies just on certain parts of the sentence. Mm. And then uh, carrying on, like just with. So are we calling him Carl? Well, he's AC Newman on his solo stuff, but he's he's Carl. Everything I, I read today was called Carl. Just Carl. Yeah. All right, Carl. So yeah, he talked about um, AC being like a nom de plume, but then mm-hmm. he said it's not; it's just his initials. Just his initials. Um, <laughs> like to make it. Co- and co- if you want to follow him on Twitter, he's a pretty funny guy. Oh, nice! Awesome, awesome. Yeah, okay. it's definitely the kind of like it'll be same thing. So this is the song that I heard. I was like, I've never heard this album. Heard this, and I was like, I no, this. I know this song. Yeah. I knew I knew the song well enough. I was like, yep, I've definitely heard this. But like you said, there's all the songs. There's so many moving parts because you've got five people at least, who are songwriters who are like, and, you know, musicians who can create, not yeah, just like, right. oh, you do a thing and I'll figure out what I'm going to play along to you. No, no, you've got an idea and I've got an idea and we'll work them together. And it means the songs have so many different moving parts and guitar parts coming in and out and doing different things. It's really cool. I don't think Nico writes anything for this band at no. all. No. I think yeah. I think Carl writes pretty much everything except mm-hmm. what Dan contributes. Yeah. But on I this mean, particular song, yeah. John... John First Collins, is it? And first John four. Collins, yeah. Yeah. First four was Newman. There's a yeah. really mm. beautiful middle mm. eight to twin cinema though. Like it's really soft and sweet and, yeah. and lovely. And in harmonies. Um and this is where you find those like harmonies coming in and it's just a really fun seminar experience that he's singing about at some point, but then complaining about the people talking behind him. <laughs> you got more out of it than I had. Just, like, like I just thought I've been there, and like yeah. he's talking about like a home projector, yeah, um, home projector. But the people behind him, he's still complaining about, yeah. and they must still be his friend, friends, because like he's in a he's at a home projector, and so it was just a really like it basically sets the tone for the album. Mm-hmm. I think so, and it's mm-hmm. it's got a real bounce to it. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a pretty. You know, it's a re- very interesting track listing the way they laid the record out. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think it sets a tone in as much as anything can because there's so much variety on this album and all the songs have their own. A lot of times have their own identity. Well, that's true because the second song is the Bones of an Idol, mm. and this and is where Nico comes in. Soft acoustic strumming mm. in Nico's country voice, folks, like completely different to the first. Absolutely, song. and then the piano comes in with stabbing chords. And there's slow drums, but there's a slidey guitar solo in mm. there with atmosphere. Um, and then a simple guitar riff. Um, then at that final verse, there's oohs and ahs in the chorus in layers. Um, and she sings. Something keeps turning you on. And 
I, was just, I, don't, I don't know what that means. No, I, I, I like don't it know. It sounds what nice means. when it comes out, and the like bones of an idol feels like almost like fantasy, mm. yeah. world building sort of stuff. Sure. But she talks about I think like New York or New Jersey in the song, so it's not that, and it's yeah. Yeah, yeah so I've got no idea. Yeah, but nice I really it. enjoyed listening to those <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> I think you have to, to some extent, kind of switch off wanting to understand yeah. what the words are about mm -hmm. and let them be part of the music. Yeah. So I've written a lot of notes about the words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So um, just before we go too far along, a um, couple of things. Online music magazine Pop Matters ranked the album number one of their best music 2005 list and Pitchfork placed it at number 150 of their top 200 albums of the 2000s as well as number 18 on their list of 50 best indie rock albums of the Pacific Northwest. Which seems like a really weird list to put That's out. I don't know why really you do that. Why you, do that. why you do that? But um, yeah, top two hundred. That makes more sense. So yeah, got a little bit of recognition from lots mm. of got That's lots of indie good. cred. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, lots of just I think it's a, I think they're all Canadian as well. I think this yeah. is a big Canadian super group, and they all came together Canadian. and yep. lots of that of means that attention. they're all really nice. Maybe. <laughs> no, it, it's the rule. If you're Canadian, you're I'm nice. I'm pretty sure it's the rule. The rule. Yeah. Except for those two oaks and the happening right now right the stabby guys yeah oh, those two no i don't like know the about exception. them so it's fine yeah no okay. it's fine so i don't know about them cool. um but yeah um into use it oh, what mm. a song what great a tune right great, rocky guitar piano yeah. twinkle and then the band repeating like behind the vocals so um yeah piano twiddles male female harmonies mm. and a synth solo what yeah. more can you ask for? Apart from hand claps. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I love a hand ooze. clap. Got the ooze in there. Yeah, I got so the this, ooze in this was the one for me where I really started to notice Kurt Dahl's, like, barreling drum work. And just, oh, like, my God. Can we talk about yeah, these drums on he's, this record? The drums are amazing. Like, this and he's, is he's a left the band. He's record. not in the band anymore. He's not. Which is, no. like, oh, man. It's, like, I think of all of them, the main ones, he's the only, he's the only one that's left. I think the rest of them are still all there. Pretty much, yeah. But, and, yeah, it was just, And this this was... This was him channeling Keith Moon, I think. Mm -hmm. But it's just <laughs> the the drumming is just unhinged. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, and you get to we'll 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 get to the next track, but mm -hmm. you know that the yeah the drumming is spectacular. That was that was one of the things that I was just listening to it, going, this guy is absolutely mm. at the top of his game to be and able to do that, especially in a position where it could get lost because you've got top level guitar players multiple top yeah. level guitar players yeah, doing right. that thing Big, you yeah. could get a drummer come in and say look just fill up fill that space fill that rhythm for us don't don't try too much but no he comes in and he's like he's at their level and he's sometimes i think well i think he's probably the best musician on the album like it's it's his show like you said yeah and he's really driving those songs mm, like yeah. he's, he's just, you can feel him you know he's pushing yeah the band mm -hmm. there's no you know there's no holding back You're on this yeah he's mode. he's ahead You're of the, the beat bus. and he's yeah. We're going for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's exciting. That, that's exciting. Mm. That's, you know, whether you, whether so it's your sort of taste in music or not, mm. there's a, there's a certain kind of visceral excitement to yeah. hearing somebody, you know, a band play at sure. that level and, and have a drummer playing. Mm. Cause there's a bleeding heart show. It yeah. has a soft intro of the acoustic and piano. Mm. And like then teasers. Like, yeah. Right. Soft male vocals. Female no. harmonies. <laughs> then there's like some kind of harmonia or where the Ebo comes in. Yeah. Um, yep, yeah. And lyrically. We
was like, oh my gosh, I want to quit so my mind can rest. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, that's such a good idea. Yeah. And it ramps up with the drum rolls and the female vocals of the chorus with loads of hey yars. Um, like, just epic. Mm. Like and the, insane, intense drum work on the end, on yeah. the ending of and, that. And I think taking it out. I think that's like five, five vocals. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah. You've got five singers in the room. Let's just yeah. let's have, a, have a bit of fun um, and play around with some stuff. And that's that was that was not a single, but that was that was again a song that you know you can build a career off that. And that's pretty much for a long time that was the song that was the closing song of their set for for nice. years and years and years afterwards. Oh, nice. Wow. So um, cool. Yeah, and to pull that off live is really something. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're watching you, I can't believe they you're are, doing this. They are so good live. They are. They mm. are so good. Mm. Like unreal mm. oh yeah. And um, but like I know we're not moving back to track, but Dr- Jackie anyway. Jackie yeah, dressed in cobras. Yeah. Um that punchy piano and rocky guitar with the soft quick sung harmonies and funky drums. Like just so good. Mm-hmm. And there are drum rolls all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. barreling again, like just just keeping that momentum going. And yeah, so there is a great line. Look we've seen this kind of thing before. Vampires don't across the ball and draw us think this blood this beast for dance in New York City. And your chances, yes you had them, yes you had them, yes you had them. I did the other one. I did the where it's orchids hanging from the reverend's door. Like I grabbed that one instead. But it's nice. like it's that. And all through the album, there's repeated motifs in the songs a lot, and they're like little tweaks on the line. So you had that one, and then they they repeat the same first line, but then slightly different in their song. Yeah. And it's That's, vivid imagery. Yeah, but you don't you don't know what they're saying. No, no, no still. But it's conjuring up these pictures in your head. Yeah, and it's it's it is it's a strange record. Mm. It is a strange record. Yeah, yeah, but the lyrically. Lyrics, lyrically might be confusing, but it still made me want to write it down. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I loved it, and I don't care what I'm confused. Like, it's <laughs> like, my entire band, like, back in the UK, it was based around me writing reams of poetry, and the guitarist would just pick random lines from different poems and putting them together. And it turned into a song. So I can't judge something not making yes, sense. That's yeah, no, that's, that's what we're here to do, is, isn't it? I this is we not a judgment-free zone. No. This is the, ju- the zone of judgment. <laughs> a little bit of judgment. Yeah. Uh, Grant, any favourite songs of yours? Oh, can we not speak? Of, can we speak of Streets of Fire? Yes. Hey, Streets of Fire sweet, is super cool. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Streets of Fire in the street. Fire in the street, and that's, that's the it. same thing again with like three or four of them doing the vocals, women and men, like male and female vocal hey, lines. Amen. And um, and of course, I think this was a single, but I don't know. Uh, sing me Spanish tech. Oh yeah, yes. there was Last a single. Last guitar yeah. intro, then the male voice. Then what's it? Then background with, with female backing vocals. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen to really one, to one that song. One. Yeah, but that was another one with, with a repeated refrain, like a lot yes. of lyrics. Oh, yeah, the same line, line, line. And there's the percussion comes in with shakers mm-hmm. as well. So it's not just drums, um, and that's good. But there's um, the lyrics. I'm like, yeah, 
yeah, sometimes I don't want to do the shit I'm supposed to do, and I want to be lazy, and that's how I felt about that lyric. And there's a, you know, that when I hear those things, it almost sort of alludes back to the, the title, the twin cinema, because mm -hmm. it's it's like the, the lyrics are a movie screen of just cut up um, images and bits of film, and they don't necessarily make sense in a context but if you sit there and you're listening to the music and those words are going through your head mm -hmm. it's perfectly reasonable yeah and it starts with drum clicks which i love because again <laughs> they don't need them when you're recording in a studio but they had drum clicks but there's a guitar solo in there um and it's perfectly placed like it just it fits really well it's not wanky um, it's not like some for the sake of it. Um, it's just really perfectly played. So it's just a fun, dancey song. And like, I just wanted to dance to it when I was listening. A great video clip too. Liam. Oh. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Liam, did you have songs you wanted to do? Um, three or four. Mm -hmm. Really cool. Big chunky delay pedal on the guitar. Like just, like they hit, like he just hits one note and then just lets that delay pedal take care of the melody for the rest of the thing. It's really cool. High-pitched female vocals, awesome drum work again, like just keeping that momentum going. And then they start mucking around with the stereo effects on the vocals, so you fade it left and right. And once again, the dueling vocals, male and female vocals, is really cool. Like just having a bit of a play in a way that you probably couldn't replicate live, like it'll be a different effect live. But yeah, just that that, that big delay on the, on the guitar was really cool. And I read context into this um, mm. because... There are statistics that three or four women will experience sexual harassment. And yeah, so... The song's three or four. Three or four. But, like, lyrically, um, she sings... See, I don't get could, I don't, be. could be I don't get anything out of that that's oh, I, mean, I don't either. know what that means so, at all I don't know what that means at so all so from that I got like like things have happened I'm numb to it and there's no point talking to the police okay and so that's why I got like the I don't know but I I read into it because I wanted to and it could be absolutely to do with the fact that they've chosen three or four time signatures it could be completely different. So who Is knows? Is that too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Star Bodies has a very funky start. Mm. Um, Nail female vocals yep. opposite, and then into harmony, and it's like an indie rock, dancey fun like track um, with the long notes in harmony in the chorus. Mm. There's the vibra slap. I think they only literally only use it like one time because I know it really well from Kate because the guy in Kate uses it all the time and like uses it 20 times per song when he uses it. Fucking love a vibra slap. But yeah, I, I was like, that's a vibra slap. And like, like they, only, <laughs> they only hit it once or twice in the song and then never else in the website. Like, I'm sorry, in the album. Like they just saw it sitting there and someone just picked it up and went, boom. All right. And then just put it down again. Didn't worry about it after I that. I had one when I was growing up. Yeah. So I loved it so much. Like it, it's just like something I could go boom against my thigh. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome. Um, it's just a random percussion instrument. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, in there, um, yeah, there is the lyrics of... Are... 
You've got the same lyrics. The last one, for you, there's not any warning right at the end, yeah. Yeah. It's like, geez, okay. But also the way that it's sung, it's mm -hmm. percussive. It's like, yeah. you know, it's a whole yeah. series Staccato. of one-syllable words and mm -hmm. he's just, mm -hmm. you know, he's he's using language for effect. Yeah. And yeah, right. those words are there in the song for you to listen to, not necessarily to take add, any mm. add meaning specific to. message. Yeah, I'll yeah. receive any meaning. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. we've talked about using the voice as an instrument and I think yeah. a lot of times on this album that is done, it's like chosen yeah. the words and the, the method of delivery becomes important. And those harmonies are not, most of the time, they are not the obvious harmonies. No. They are no, really, correct. Yeah, oh, that'll right. give you somebody's that. really thought about sure. mm -hmm. placing those, you know, in odd yeah. kind of intervals and, or sequence or places yeah. and 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 at notes that you wouldn't expect and it's 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 actually quite cerebral songwriting mm. the yeah. way that he's deliberately doing this you, you just stand back and go um wow okay because <laughs> another example of like using the voice as an instrument is falling through your clothes where it's that yeah. repeated line again where we talked about it it's like that repeated lines and the mantras Mm -hmm. And then the dueling male and female voice. So this is one of the times where they're rather than harmonizing, they're actually going at each other a little bit. Yeah. Which is really cool. It's like that soft acoustic flourish and then sort of crashes and bangs as, as it picks up. But yeah. But there's, there, there's a lot of space as well mm -hmm. in run, 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 deep break, then jump. There's just so much space in that mm -hmm. like line and the way he like does it. But then, yeah, they're repeating dual harmonies with someone that you're only at the end um but with an organ and acoustic guitar as an outro it's just like a really beautiful way of framing the song mm -hmm. it's really cool any other favorite songs of yours on the album that we haven't touched on already right. yeah this we this sing. we were talking up to last up uh, last track being stacked and and, and well, we jumped around there. We jumped yeah. around a bit. Because yeah. I was looking at, just on the thing here, it says um, the high art local news. Yeah, was... so, we, so we didn't sort of ask Joe. Normally when we get people to nominate, they, they, there'll be like different versions on Spotify and what yes. have you. Whereas so this one, there's a on the Japanese release, there's yes. a high art local news as a bonus track on the end of it. So it's sort of, Sometimes people will have those bonus ones of like, oh, I love the bonus song, so I include it as part of the flawless. Not on you my didn't. CD. Okay, that's right. fine. Yeah, no, Scratched. that's cool. I didn't, I didn't write any notes for it because I didn't yeah. think it was, yeah. I think I bought it on iTunes because I have to buy all these songs and it ha was on that, but then it wasn't on Spotify. So I figured if it's not on the Spotify one, we probably won't talk about it. Yeah. So one of the interesting things I think about this record is you, you look at those sort of, the, f the first half of the record, if you call it side A, that's where the ballads are. Mm -hmm. which is not normally how you do it. Yeah. No. And it's kind of front-loaded. And then it gets to the back half of the record and it's just go. And that's where the drumming mm. steps up. It's yeah. just, it's just, you know, gathering, gathering speed and gathering force mm -hmm. and, um, you know, drives the record to a, to a conclusion in yeah. a way mm -hmm. that, again, sort of not the conventional wisdom I would mm -hmm. suggest. 
Well, speaking of the conclusion and building, like stacked crooked, stacked crooked yeah. just that yeah. slow burner that starts real soft and then sort of levels and then levels and levels again, keeps lifting and building. It's got the jagged guitarist, excellent drumming as well. I've got a note down here. And then it brings in horns at the end, like um, almost like mariachi Mexican horns and then different style of horns later on and sort of synth sounds coming in. And it's, yeah, yeah. really big, powerful ending. I underlined the word trumpet yeah. in there because mm-hmm. it was really important. Um, dual vocals, full band. Um, and when they sing... And that's repeated in like different phrases. Um, uh, it works out like really well mm-hmm. um, as a beautiful um, collection of the vocals, like the way that um, the um, male vo- female vocals work together. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. Yeah. And yeah, the drums, cool. drums are amazing again. Um, and yeah, and the vocals have a chorus effect on them. Um, which was really cool, um, and it was just like and synthy fun. Mm. Like again, since it's always a winner. Yeah. it's always a winner. Cool. So that's cool. Um, with yeah, that slow feed fade out to the record. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Any, um. Anything else for anyone wants to hit? Maybe we'll jump into the final pitch. No. Any other big stuff? I just wanted to hit the streets of fire, which is prior to step crooked. Mm-hmm. So this is their penultimate like track, um, and it's straight into acoustic strumming and dual vocals at the same time. And the opening lines are: Come on, come out of the rain. You're not impressed. You're just too learning. I took the book. I lit the page. Your sabbatical was burning. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, just as a lyric, I was just like, that's, you're too learned, not oppressed. <laughs> like, what an interesting line to mm. put together. So, yeah. So that was me. And cool. then there's that ramp up to drums and just yeah. epicness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very, I mean, I think that probably the two things are with it. The, the record's clearly really intelligent. Oh, much you. too smart for me to understand. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also really generous to all the band members. Yeah. Everybody has a chance to shine, and you know those those vocal, you know, all of the vocals being shared around. You guys keep keep talking about mm. them, you know. Um, that's not normally again. It's not normally how you do it. This yeah. is this is quite unconventional mm-hmm. in, in how it's in so how we- it's sort of deliberately constructed to be. No longer a supergroup; it's now a multi-headed sort of mm-hmm. thing that that operates an element of surprise. Every every song there's surprises in mm. it. Because yes. I think Nico Case, I think, has like the soft female vocals, and then we mentioned Catherine Calder at the start. I think he's got like the more strong ones, like the real like tight ones. Because I think this was the first time she appeared, so she's still in the group. So I think this was the first time she'd appeared on the album. Yeah, I th- and joined I th- the group. Maybe I, I think I read somewhere. I think that- she was in on harmonies. Yeah, I'm not sure that she's. I don't know. I'd have to go back and have a look. I'm not sure that she's got 
leads on that, but then she okay. does on every subsequent record. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. No, yeah, no, no leads, no leads yeah. on this one. But I think yeah. even the harmonising isn't always like Nico Case's soft oh, no, one. Yeah, can, yeah, she no, gets a lot of harmonising stuff. Yeah. And she's got a lot of work with Iron Wine mm-hmm. as well. Like they they put out a few albums and stuff. So she's like working the scene. Yeah, <laughs> I guess she put a solid record out a year or two ago as well. Oh, so to go and chase um, it down. And she's very, uh, again, very funny, very smart. She's Carl Newman's niece. Uh, niece. Okay. Oh, wow. Cool. So, yeah, which he didn't know when she he invited her to oh. join the band, I think. All right. So, um, Sweet. There you go. That's awesome. Cool. So, uh, uh, if we're all ready. I think we are. Final pitch for final this pitch. album. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll come back to the, the sort of themes. I, I think this is, I think this is a record that is joyous it it uh it's very i don't know it's just it creates a sort of a a, a, there's no meanness to it there's no it's not it's not critical it's not complaining it could be i don't know who (laughs) who understands what but it, it it has a certain i think there's a joy of people playing in a room i think there's a there's a joy of exploring songwriting i think there's an intelligence and a and a generosity to it, and it's a it's a feel good record overall. Um, and they're hard to find sometimes. Yeah. So for me, it's you know I think it's one of the records in my collection that's pretty pretty flawless. Cool. Awesome. That's nice. lovely. Okay. Well, I'll pass the mantle over to Grant and saying you'd never heard this band, you'd never heard of them, never heard the album. Fresh ears for flawless. How do you feel? Yo, it is a happy album. I I. Um, and I've got lots of double ticks. Um, my and I, I'm not disagreeing with them because, but I am. <laughs> when if Liam says he likes a song, I can almost guarantee you, <laughs> I have to. I will have a problem with it. And oh, it's no. not in principle. Yeah, which three or four. This time? The one oh, three or liked, four. And you liked it. Yeah. Well, you said you liked it. And I was like, oh <laughs> I man. Wasn't, I wasn't lying. I, I liked it. And um, no, there's no. Yeah, but this is the truth. So I, I just didn't enjoy three or four, and I thought. Um, Jessica's numbers as well wasn't fantastic for mm-hmm. mine. Otherwise, as I said, the ones that we spoke to, there's lots of double ticks. Really enjoyed it, and um, yeah, it's a nice album. It is nice. It doesn't. It's not offensive in yeah. any way. So mm-hmm. cool album. Really, I'm glad you brought it, and um, I can add some of these to my playlist for sure. So thank yeah. you, but I'm not going to say on those two. Okay. Okay. And I'm glad I took off the. I, I had the 15th one, which I would have said. You know, cut the one from the Japanese release. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was like, chuk, chuk, chuk. I didn't even go listen well, to that one now. Because Stacked Crooked is a great ending song. Yeah, like correct. You don't, you don't want anything after that. Like it's No, that, you don't. Yeah. No. Very much so. And we've had Fair. a couple of episodes, um, Joe, for your information that we go, just one, one song, too, one track too many. Just yeah. um, as a theme. So, <laughs> it's funny you should say that. I've got, a, I've got an album from a local band that shall remain nameless, but it's got 13 tracks on it. Mm. And the first eleven are absolutely exceptional. Spot on. Exceptional. Yeah. yeah. And then that the, you can hear why they put the, the other two at the end, and it's like, dude, you just don't need them. Yeah. No. So how do you manage that? Very carefully. Yeah. You, have to, <laughs> you uh, the best way is to lie. Yeah. And you say yeah. Uh, you say you, you say you can only get. You can only get 39 minutes or 40 yes. minutes on the vinyl, so mm. you need to lose these two songs at the end. Yeah. Or you can be super honest and, you know, some artists are good. Um, at receiving know, that, yeah. Yeah, I know with, with Tim, um, 
with Screen Feeder, we talk a lot about, you know, the songs and, and he's, you know, very open to feedback. other people's opinions yeah. and, and feedback and he knows, you know, my musical taste and whatnot. So that's, um, right. that's nice. That's mm. a good position to be in. Yeah, hmm. better than the other one. Yes. So better than the alternative. Liam, we have Hello. to ask you, flawless yes. or not flawless? Um, yeah, so I yeah, I really love this album, like just that it's that pure pop sheen all the way through it, really well, really well produced. Um it almost like lots of different lead vocalists as well, like through the thing, and that was really cool. Um I was gonna say something and I forgot what it was. Yeah. Like, like not aggressive. That's the thing. Like, it's just, it's yeah. all nice. It's easy to listen to. He does, no one feels angry. You can just put it on. And it should be the kind of stuff that's really easy, but a lot of bands just get it wrong. So, because you've got to get these experts, you know, doing their thing. What I was missing, because I didn't know what any of the songs were about, and then all the songs had different vocalists, I was missing, like, something to hold the album together. So yeah. I love all the songs individually and I can put any one of them on at any time. And I think you could have shuffled the order as well. Totally. And that actually costed it being flawless because there's no line that goes, this is what the album's about and this is how we're mm. going. We're taking you on a journey from this step to this step. It felt like, and like not random songs, but just here's a, here's a bunch of songs we've got and they're all really good, but we haven't written them with any kind of, this is what the line or this is. And same with the instrumentation. Like it was all very different. There was no beholden to, oh no, we need this guitar line or this sort of thing. So almost the drummers, like drum work almost held that together for me, but it didn't quite get there. So I loved all the individual yeah. songs, but I wouldn't call the album flawless. Cool. Interesting. So, okay, so, so Final thoughts and a uh, thumbs up or a me. thumbs down. Mm. Okay, well, um, hands down, easy, flawless huh? for me. Um, cool. It was like um, when it was nominated in the group chat, I was just like, oh, yeah. I love this band. I hope they don't disappoint me. <laughs> and they didn't disappoint. And uh, they didn't disappoint. Nice. I got through the album and I was just like, just so happy and joyful. And I really enjoyed like every moment through it. Excellent. And yeah, you could put it on shuffle. And Ooh. I think I'd agree <laughs> with you, but I think I wouldn't lose anything. If I put it on shuffle, I wouldn't lose anything from the fact that there's no like ongoing like thematic presence to it. Um, I would just go, oh, I've got a different song next time. That's <laughs> lovely. Um, and yeah, instrumentally, I find them completely flawless. And vocally, I dream, I dream of them. Like, they are perfect. Um, their vocal styles work so well together. Um, and I think that um, individually, they work so well together. I'm a huge, massive Nico Case fan mm -hmm. anyway. And Nico means cat in Japanese, which makes me love it even more. Um, so, yeah, so when you nominated this album, I went, please don't let me down. Like, my biggest fear Neither was... Neither like, Joe nor yeah, the new uh, pornographers. My fear was that I would listen to it and go, oh, with my flawless ears, I'm going to be disappointed. But I actually wasn't. With my flawless ears, I didn't want to listen to anything else for days. So, um, yeah, so for me, it's a massive flawless. So yes. you can take that over their non-flawlesses. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Absolutely not how it works. No, it's not how it works, but, like, 
from a personal perspective, I just want to thank you for bringing this <laughs> yes, album. Yes, thank you very much for bringing the album. That was thank really you. cool. Yeah, it's, it's a great really pleasure, cool. guys. It's um, lovely talking about music. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And I need to thank everyone for listening. We have socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are Flawless AMP for all of those. So you can join the conversation, shake, share, or like our post, or shake them, um, or give us a rating. Every little bit helps us find more music lovers like you. As mentioned, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash flawless AMP. If you would like to back us, please check that out. Bonus episodes are awesome. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.